Hello and welcome back to The Psychology of Your Twenties, the podcast where we talk through some of the big changes and transitions of our twenties and what they mean for our psychology. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. We're glad to have you. Well, I'm glad to have you. It is just me. But thanks for tuning in, especially with this week's topic, which is pretty heavy. I feel like I've been saying that about a lot of our episodes recently, but this is one that I really wanted to record this weekend. On this day in particular, we're talking about grief. And before we get into it, just some disclaimers, I guess, as we often do at the start of these episodes. Firstly, if you're experiencing grief, if, if you're having a hard time with the loss of someone, I'm just sending you love. And at the end of this episode, there are some numbers and some websites that you can visit that will hopefully help you out during this time. Secondly, more light-hearted on, on a more light-hearted note. If you hear the rain outside, it's because it's currently flooding in Sydney, and a pretty big thing in my life at the moment. So I'm sure that there are others who might also be experiencing this, have experienced in the past, will experience it in the future as hard as that is. But grief, I'm mainly talking about grief around the death of a loved one, which if you have experienced, I'm so... And if you haven't, I guess it's one of those things. Death is inevitable in life and grief is one of those emotions part of the human experience that comes with living and loving. So it's something I really wanted to touch on for a while. Especially since, yeah, it's my birthday of, of, of someone I lost last year. It's the first birthday we've had since, since they've passed. So yeah, a pretty emotional weekend. I didn't get to be with my family this weekend. So grief has been a big part of the last 48 hours, but all part of the human experience, I think, and something that is worthwhile discussing. So just under a year ago, I lost someone who I really loved in my life. Someone who was really, really important to me. And the circumstances around that experience and around their passing meant that it was really hard to grieve them. And it has been a bit of a heavy burden since their passing at the time. I was dating someone, seeing someone who wasn't particularly supportive or very nice to me. So it was really hard to get support from them. So if you have lost someone recently, I know it's really, really hard. And I know that grief is one of those extremely complicated feelings that is just. It's not linear. It's not easy. It's very complicated and personal. But hopefully this episode gives some structure or kind of psychoeducation around why we feel the way we do when we lose someone. I think it's one of those things where, of course, we feel sad. Of course, we feel heartbroken. But beyond that, it's just so unclear why everything just feels so disturbed and and confusing. That's the one thing I've noticed about, about my grey at losing this loved one in the past year, is that it's really, really nuanced. Some days, it's totally fine. I feel blessed. I feel grateful to have to have known them. I don't feel sad. I know they lived a beautiful life. But the next day, I, you know, find myself like in tears. The other day, I was watching Little Women, in the movie with like Sasha Ronan, Emma Watson. I think the experience of grief is, is best described as following almost like a wave-like pattern, which does provide a pretty useful framework, I think, to understand grief and to understand this experience. Most people, and you know family members and and other people around me, who have lost people at the same time or have lost people in their lives. You know, they also report that you know the intensity and frequency of these waves of grief lessons over time, even though trigger waves, I guess, which you know are usually accompanied by things like milestones or birthdays or anniversaries, can occur really at any time. 
even years later, say that grief never really goes away. You just learn to live with it. And I think that's absolutely true. Triggers as well are such a huge part of the grief process. That's why I'm talking about this topic today. A significant date passed in the life of this person in, in a posthumous life, I guess, of this person. And it really brought up a lot of mixed emotions and fears and, and sadness. So I guess this is the main crux of the episode. What is grief? How does grief impact us? Why is it important to get our head around how it works? Everyone is going to experience loss in some form or another. So, having a good understanding of its time way of its, you know, timeline of the feelings associated with it, how to best get through it, and just a sense of acceptance, I think, is something I really wanted to, to talk about. So, beginning with some of the basic theories of grief. So, there is this idea that following the death, or the loss of someone, that we really love grief, that feeling of, of an intense emotional and physical reaction that an individual might experience. It follows kind of a U-shaped curve, moving from, you know, feeling oak having high energy to the neck, day feeling pretty hopeless and having low morale. But the good thing to know is that those moments don't really last forever. And not only is grief characterized by deep sadness, but also a really deep and intense yearning to be with someone again, to be with that person that you've lost. It's pretty well known that the death of a loved one is one of the most powerful, important, impactful stresses in everyday life, often causing significant distress to all of those closely connected to the, the deceased, especially when you don't get the chance to have closure or say goodbye. And it's like a rating system. And if, if you know a certain event or certain experience has happened to you in the past year, you're more likely to experience, you know, depression or sadness or anxiety. And the highest rated item on that scale is the death of someone close to you, bereaved individual. They are the most at risk of serious mental health problems like depression, substance abuse, sometimes even an increased risk of suicide, and whilst bereavement, it is a normal human experience. And I would say the majority of us will adapt over time to loss and grief. I couldn't, you know, go and get that closure. And at the time I didn't have an amazing support network and that made it a lot harder. But no two people will experience the death of, of a loved one in the same way how we express pain depends on a number of factors, including, you know, your personality, the circumstances surrounding the death, someone who dies unexpectedly versus someone who dies following prolonged illness that's really going to impact how much time you had to adjust. And it has, you know, how you experience grief also has something with something to do with religion, spirituality, the way you see the world. And one of the hardest things for people who are grieving is not really knowing what to expect, as especially in the first few months, and whether your experience is crazy. So I thought we'd go through some of the symptoms around grief, some of the common experiences. So the major symptoms or feelings of grief that we feel they often fall across a few categories, you know, around physical symptoms, cognitive symptoms, cognitive symptoms, emotional, that kind of thing. So I thought it would be important to kind of go through them about what to expect if, if you've lost someone recently. So in terms of physical symptoms, there are, there is a physical physiological effect of grief on your body and on how you feel physically. They often resemble the physical symptoms of depression, 
and include things like appetite loss, difficulty sleeping, I felt really tired, a loss of energy, physical pains, which can often be psychosomatic, so you feel pain where there isn't actually an external kind of pressure or external injury, a suppressed immune system, those kind of things. And there's also the things of, of, you know, like crying and wailing and intense physical agitation. Those experiences, those responses, are completely normal, cognitive symptoms of grief. These often cover how we think and perceive the world following the loss of a loved one. For example, you might feel a sense of dissociation and distance from reality. This is linked to feelings of disbelief concerning the loss. It's really hard to process that someone's there one day and gone the next. So confusion, poor memory, lack of focus. It's totally okay. If you're feeling that right now, and if you felt that before you're not going crazy, there's nothing wrong with you. Death is misunderstood. It's confusing. We don't know what happens. So all of those responses to the loss and the death of a loved one is, is completely normal and really similar to some of those emotional symptoms. We might feel as well like guilt and anger. Anger. That's something I really want to talk about later.